Hey everyone, it's Dr. Dickinson and welcome to Teacher Prep Tech. In our first podcast, we're going to be interviewing John Goldberg. John Goldberg has been teaching for about four years, but he's going to share with us his first year of teaching and how we prepared for it. John is also a graduate of National University with a master's in teaching, and we're looking forward to having him on the show. John. Hi. Hey, it's so great to have you. How's it? How are you going? This, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? Great, great. So we are stoked to have you here. I just got to introduce you to our viewers, and why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, what brought you into teaching? Well, I have a, a background in three areas. Teaching is my third career. Um, Everything I did actually led me into it. I began life in engineering and manufacturing and then moved into becoming a California State Park interpretive ranger, which meant I worked with 10,000 students per year. Wow. In, in teaching them about what they can see in the outdoors and taught them about nature and gave them essentially virtual field trips. Nice. Of course, that combined with my professional experience in, in the engineering world made me think, hmm, I think I want to be a teacher. Great. So t- so you've had some other careers and then you decided to make the switch. And I think a lot of students, a lot of our students actually do that. They're second career professionals. Um, and so just thinking about those experiencing, what was like the most challenging part for, for you like throughout your program in terms of moving from a second career into a teaching into the teaching profession <laughs> I, I think it was grad school all by itself of all of a sudden I'm now working 24 hours a day and not getting paid for it in fact mm. I'm working 24 hours a day and I'm paying for the privilege what <laughs> go I, I wound up having to to work full-time and I went to school full-time but it was a great experience it's right required total dedication to wanting mm-hmm. to be a teacher yeah a lot of grit and tenacity and perseverance you had to get through all that and that helps you survive being a, a middle school teacher right oh absolutely <laughs> I can do anything now so tell us a little bit about some of your a little bit about um, you know some of your thinking about um, how teachers, how new teachers specifically can prepare for the beginning of the school year. The best thing to do to prepare is, <laughs> it's read a book by Harry Wong called The First Day of School. And they will see this book in one of their courses at National. I forget which class it is. but. The book is one of those things that just gives you some bright ideas for that first day of school. Most of yeah, that's a classic. It's been around since I started teaching, John, in 1999. <laughs> it's, it's a great book. Nothing's changed. That's just it. Um, right. The the other thing to do is have a, have lesson plans written, complete, and that account for every single second of the day. The, the 
students can't can't have even a second to get into to, to get into trouble. Every second in class has to be accounted for. So that's great advice. So that helps with classroom management. Then is just having that preparation. Absolutely, because the biggest challenge that first day, I think, is classroom management. Whatever you do that first day sets the tone for the entire year. Good point. So we talked a little bit about classroom management and, and planning, but what is your teaching superpower? My, my teaching superpower is developing a relationship with my students. And that relationship, the purpose of, of developing that relationship is to inspire them to learn. They see that I did it, I got what I wanted, they can too. Mm -hmm. But also they see in me someone who genuinely cares and wants to help them become adults. Right. And yes. I, I would say those teachers that don't want to create those relationships, their classroom management style will be poor, behavior mm -hmm. will be poor, and the students won't really care. So what, what advice would you give to new teachers in, in terms of forming those relationships with their students? Anything well, that works for you? Yeah, one of the best pieces of advice I was given, and I, I think I may have first read it in, in a book, was get outside whenever the students are outside. If it's during mm -hmm. lunchtime, go out and do yard duty. If it's during break, go out and do yard duty. Be available. Always be in front of them. And let them come up to you and talk to you and let them hang out with you. During lunch, my door is never closed. And as a result, I've wound up with 30 kids in my classroom during lunch. And Amazing. Some of them just to be there, others to interact with me others just to be in a safe place right open your doors open yourself create let let the students in and you're going to find you'll have better students right absolutely i think you gave some really solid advice for new teachers now we talked about some great advice what are some mistakes that you made in your first year of teaching oh god in my first year the, the biggest mistake was i lectured I was so nervous, all I would do is lecture in class. I didn't give the classes enough time to work in groups or to work independently. Because I thought teaching, and it doesn't matter what you learn in grad school, I thought teaching was teaching them, was telling them. Mm. That was a horrible mistake. Even the kids started giving me feedback of, this is really boring. <laughs> Can't you let us work together? Oh, wait a minute. I remember being told that somewhere along the line. Right. And that was that was a really bad mistake. I didn't repeat it in mm. the following years. Um, in well, it's fact, great that you were open to listening to the students. You have to. You've, mm -hmm. They know how they're going to learn. If, if, right. they, if they can interact with you, and they feel comfortable telling you or giving you feedback, listen to it, it's gonna be good. That's great advice, John. That's so important. Listen to your students, take their advice, be open to changing. And I think you're right. I mean, we, we can give you all the great strategies that you, you need for the first year, but 
the reality is, and the research even says that teachers tend to teach the way that they were taught. So yeah. for most of us, the teacher directed, you know, sage on the stage approach is, is how we were taught. So that's how we are naturally going to teach. So it's, it's great that you are open to that and you, you figured out how to make that change. Um, any advice on how to make that change? Yeah, um, I, I have several pieces. One is observe other teachers, other successful mm -hmm. teachers. See what they do. You'll find, I'm willing to bet, that any pre-service teacher will find that their mentors are not talking the whole time in front of class that they've allowed maybe 30 or 40 percent of the class time for group work or mm -hmm. even independent work it's by observing it's amazing what you see really does work well and what does not work well in fact i got to observe some really bad teachers and i thought boy if i if i'm like that i'm in deep trouble Awesome. I love that. So talk less, listen more, get out and watch your t other teachers and build relationships with your students. Those are some, some really solid advice. And what be about, open to feedback. And be open to feedback from everybody, right? Right. Everybody. Any uh, tips on working with parents? I don't think we really talked about parents yet. And that's another piece of the puzzle that we need to consider when we're we're starting in the classroom. Parents, parents are an interesting thing. Um, <laughs> I'm a parent, John. Watch out! Yeah, <laughs> parents. You you'll either get those parents who think their little child could never do wrong, mm. or you're going to get the parents who will do anything in their power to help you help their child. Mm. The best thing there is start a relationship with the parents. Communicate with them frequently. Get to know them. Get to know the family. And I know some teachers are going to say, well, I've got 175 students. How am I supposed to do that? Well, you try. You may not meet with them every week, but meet with them at least once during the quarter newsletters, do mm -hmm. podcasts, do, do things to communicate and make yourself visible. I always made myself available whenever I could. Of course, being in school and teaching was not easy, but I made sure that I stayed an hour after school and my door was open to any parent that wanted to come in. That's great advice. The other thing that I did is I invited any parent to come watch me teach at mm. any time. All they wow. have to do is check. All right, John. So we got to hear some mistakes, some advice that you have, what your thinking is on how teachers can prepare for the first school year what teachers need to know, some great advice that you've given us. What about self-care? I'm always hearing about teacher burnout, and we know that most teachers leave the profession in the first five years because they are just so burnout. So can you give any specific advice on how you survive and how you thrive as a new teacher? I, 
I'll try on this, but I certainly was not a great example because my first year, all I did was go to school and teach. Um, and it was before I was at National, I was taking other classes. I, I gave up doing a lot of the things that I enjoy. But then again, I was so committed to teaching, I was having fun with it. My best advice is balance your life. Mm. Work, work out, go on vacation, take a day off every now and then. Just do something for yourself. Um, those that live near San Diego, for instance, go to the beach. If um, you're in the Santa Cruz area, go to the beach. If you're like me out in the desert, go for a hike. Do something fun that's not teaching and that's away from your students. Makes a huge difference. That, that work-life balance will make you happier and you'll want to stay in the teaching profession. Some great advice, John. Yeah, I, I definitely hear that. I Exercise, eating healthy, um, taking a break, not talking about education 24-7 can just help you recharge. And also the summertime, right? So now we get our wonderful summer off. We can relax, enjoy, and get ready to recharge and start the new year. I want to thank you so much, John, for connecting on our podcast and reaching out to all of our audience. How can people keep up with you? Do you, Are you on Twitter? You got email, website? What's, um, what's on Google? How can we I, stay in touch? I have email, which... Um, of course, anybody can send me something at jlgoldberg4 at gmail.com. Um, I'm at John L. Goldberg on Twitter. And of course, Instagram um, at cowboy95010. And my Instagram account is full of students, former students, and other people involved in education or similar professions. So, and your um, photography, right? You're a big photographer. Absolutely. That must be a good outlet. Check out www.johngoldbergphotography.com. Wow. Well, thank you so much, John. Thanks for taking the time and talking to our teachers out there in the pod, podoverse. And we hope to get you back on our show real soon. This is Dr. Dickinson at Teacher Prep Tech. Stay tuned and stay connected for our next podcast. Peace.